Kudeo. I will lift up my voice and pray. Today, oh, I will lift up my voice and pray. All I know, you are always there from Bole, Almighty God. You are my all and all. When trouble comes my way, when success comes my way, I will praise your name. What shall I do today? Today, oh, I will lift up my voice and pray. Hey, today, oh, I will lift up my voice and pray. All I know, you are always there for me, Almighty God. You are my all and all. When favor comes my way, when victory comes my way, when trouble comes my way, I will praise your name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. How are you all doing? It's a beautiful day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You are welcome. I'm so glad in my spirit. You can even feel it. I'm so happy and excited. It's a beautiful Saturday morning and it's 11.16 a.m. My time. I'm all the way in Germany. God bless you for always listening, for sharing, for inviting someone to listen. You are blessed. Thank you for tuning in. I have a powerful message. But before we dive into today's message, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Jesus. Let's welcome Yahweh. Father, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. We give you honor. We give you glory, praise, thanks, and adoration. We thank you for this wonderful day of today. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you, Yahweh. We thank you, Abba Father. Father, less of me and more of you. Let me disappear so you can appear. Take over me, O Lord Jesus. Take over this service. I soak everyone who is out there listening with the precious blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. I soak myself with the precious blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Take over me, O Lord Jesus. Take over me, Lord. We give you all the glory, praise, and adoration. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen and amen. You are welcome. I can remember when I lastly came online this early. I don't know if I've ever preached so early in the morning. Oh, my God. I have a testimony to share with you. Are you up or no? That when something good happens, I have to share with you. In good times, in bad times, our trials and temptations. And when God gives us victory or he reveals things to us, we share, right? But be careful the people you share, except you have the leading. Because some people you share your things with, they are your trouble. <laughs> right? The one you're going to be telling, you'll be excited telling them they are your trouble. They're the one who are causing the trouble in your life. I'm excited in my spirit. You can even get it from my voice. And me coming up live early in the morning like this. Man, this is a good one. If I share what I have to share, today's topic is titled, So in People. So in People. 
Hashtag doing it for Jesus. Amen. Amen. So in people, hashtag doing it for Jesus. <clears throat> you are crucified. Lay behind the stones. Aye. See, eh? God is good. And it's good to, to love God. It's good to put your trust in Him. It's good to serve Him with one heart. It's good to believe in Jesus. God is just so amazing. You all know I went to the Holy Ghost encounter, right? In London. That took place last weekend. Wow. I can't believe last week I was in London. Last week started, I was in London. And the program was so powerful. God moved mightily. We receive. I can speak for myself. I know I receive a lot. <clears throat> so I came back on Monday. And the enemy attacked me with serious edeco to make me feel like mm, I, didn't, I, I didn't receive anything. Because after all the woman of God gave out, she, after she even touched everyone in that hall, she prayed for us all. She laid hands on everybody. She also poured oil on our head. Since we're many and she was with Prophet Shama, she poured oil. So we're divided. Some people went to Prophet Shama, some went to her. So I went to Prophet Shama and he rubbed oil on his hands and laid his hands on my forehead. Man, and I felt down. <laughs> Man, the anointing, eh? threw me down and the, the ushers that helped me was back on my feet i went to my seat woman of god also stretched her hand at one point she just stretched but someone said after she prayed or something i can't remember what reaction happened i think prophet prayed for her prophet said yes just stretch your hands don't touch anybody she came to the crowd she stood in front of us and that those who have faith they will receive there's some people you know some people they only believe that you have to lay hands on them there's some people they believe you have to call them and pray. Even you all listening to me, there are times I pray. If you have faith, you receive it. I don't need to call you personally. You know, have one on one with you. If I'm led, it can I can do it. <clears throat> but faith, excuse me, <clears throat> I have a bit of cold. Faith moves like there is no distance in the realm of the spirit. I'm here. I don't know where you're listening from. I just said Accra, Ghana. Maybe there's somebody in Accra, Ghana listening. And I say a prayer here. You receive. Say, I receive. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will work for you. Apostle Belema has never called me to pray for me. I've been watching her for four years. She only types prayers and I receive and it works. Even during, before we went for the, the program, my son's um, seat partner, the person she, he sits with in class, was affected with COVID. The person she sits on the same table, they share the same table in class. This girl was affected with COVID. She was tested positive. A friend in front, another person in front of them is tested positive. His friend that they work with together is tested positive. So I got this news few days before we traveled he came on monday or was it on tuesday and he was like mama um this one is positive this one is positive <laughs> i said devil you lie what else? I, I was at work when he called me 
I said, Devil, you lied. I sent the message. I just typed and sent it to Apostle Belema. She typed a program, a message. She said, Both of you will be negative in Jesus. And I said, Amen. I've bought my ticket. I've taken permission from work. So why won't I go? Because of one stupid virus. She prayed. There is power in prayers. And your faith is what will make this thing to happen. If you don't have faith, it will not happen. So she prayed and I received it. My son went to school. I went, I did my COVID test. It was negative. I went to London. While I arrived in London on Friday, they called me. They could not get me. So they called his father. He went and picked him up from school. The teacher was like, he's not supposed to come to school. He has to be in quarantine for, for 10 days because almost everybody around him has. And he has been tested negative, but we don't know. So he just has to be home. I said, fine, I'm already here. So he stayed home. I attended a program, did another COVID test, day two test. Because when you arrive in London, you have to do the two test. I did it. It was negative. I flew in here. I received a mail from them. They said they have realized that my test, I was in, I, I was in contact with somebody who has COVID, so I have to be in quarantine for 10 days. I said, look at you people. You don't even check on people when they come into the country. Like, there's no system. They just put all those things up, but nobody even goes around to check, to call. Where are you to find out? You know, I'm already back. So I'm even in and out of the country without them even knowing that this one came and she's left. You know, so I ran a COVID test. I received that message, that mail on Sunday night. I ran a COVID test. It was negative. Two days ago, while at work, it was still negative. But then the enemy attacked me with this headache. That was me affecting my eyes. What I was coming off my eyes like, I have to see like double. I will not see clear. Like it's blurry. My colleague was like, run another test. I did at work. It was negative. <laughs> I said, me, I know this thing. It's not an honorary headache. It's not during summer. You say like somebody has walked under the sun or heat or whatever. It's cold. So where is this headache coming from? Before you know, I started feeling my head in a funny way. I was just feeling, you know, like when you, you weave your hair, you feel like your head is tight. They weave my hair a week ago. So it can't still be the same. I was just feeling some, in some weird way. On my head and in my head. And God told me to do a seven days fast. That started today. Is, today is the third day. started on Thursday. On Wednesday. That's when I got that. Uh, um, I got the message. I was on Prophetess Rejoice. Message. She came live. She was praying. And while I was praying along with her. The headache had started already. Remember the headache started on Wednesday. So on, I'm sorry. On Tuesday. So on Wednesday. She came live at about 5 p.m. thereabout. So I joined her. I prayed. Then I heard it. Do seven days fast, six to six. I said, okay, Father, I'm starting immediately tomorrow. <coughs> tomorrow, which was um, Thursday. So I started my seven days fast. Man, this headache could not leave me. So yesterday I went to work. I told my boss, I said, no, I'm not feeling well. I have to go to the doctor. My colleague was like, let me give you medication. Because she gave me one on Tuesday while at work. And on that Wednesday, rather. Because I started on Thursday. So I was like, no, I'm not thinking. I'm fasting. So yesterday, the thing was so severe. Then I was hungry. I went to the doctor. They wrote me some medication. I was like, you have to drink a lot. And you just need to sleep. Try to catch enough rest. And stuff like that. So when I was coming, I was like, me, I'm fasting. How am I going to take this medication? I have to drink them three times, morning, afternoon, evening. 
I said, am I going to take this medication while I'm fasting? Or should I just drink the medication? Then after that, I continue the fast. I was like, no. God said, I should fast. I'm not failing this one, no. I've failed before. Man, I've failed. That was the three days fast that God told me to do. After I pray, one of my sisters. <laughs> if she listens, she will laugh. After I pray, God said it. Me and sister Ashley were on phone. God said, do a three days drive fast. And she was like, oh man. And God said me. He said, bullets for you. Jesus said, thank you. <laughs> Ashley said, thank you, Jesus. You know, fasting is not funny. It's not easy. But when you fast, God moves. When there's a there's a that there are times you need to fast for God to either show you something or deliver you from something. It's not all the time woman of God or man of God has to pray for you. You yourself, you can go to God eh, in prayer, in fasting, and He will tell you things. So when He said this seven days, six to six, I said, I'm not going to fail this one. I'll drink that medication. Even if it's one, probably even during the fasting, He will even heal me from this headache. So the headache, the stomach was bubbling, hunger. I came, I prepared delicious aero. If the if you know what aero is, that's one of our delicious dish from Cameroon. From Cameroon, I prepared the aero with fufu. By four, I was done. I was listening to Apostle. She was live. So after that, I just tidied up a bit, continued listening to her until she was finished, and. Uh, uh, somebody called me. We spoke a while about the program. She was asking. She was like, "Did I not bring her um, stickers?" So we're talking and laughing. I said, "No, I took our apostle said we should take five, but I took first, but I'll give her one." She was like, "She's not missing the next one in April." I said, "Yes, I'm happy. My prayer was it should be during Easter holidays, and it's during Easter holidays, so I'm going. I'm just so happy because I didn't know I'm going to ask for permission again to my boss. You know, so I was just telling her that. So." As God will have it, <clears throat> as God will have it, I ate at about 7 o'clock. The headache was still there. I was so weak. I blessed water. I blessed tea. I was feeling so much cold inside of me. It was 7 now, so I can drink tea. So I blessed tea with the three minutes um, audio that woman of God has, Apostle Belema. That she blessed water. I blessed my tea with that one. I used the four minutes ago. I also blessed the tea. I drank and I slept on the couch in the living room. I didn't go to bed. The kids, I just sent them. They just went and they slept. I slept there. I was feeling feverish inside of me. So I woke up at about 6.30. I used the restroom. I was kind of dizzy. I came and lay back there. I said, Father, I have to go to work on Monday. I have one week. If you take permission, I'll be like, oh, maybe it's because of Christmas. You just want to take this one week and then you just extend it to your Christmas holidays. I'm saying that because out of experience, he has said that what it happened to one of my colleagues, my former colleague, she was pregnant. And she took permission before we go on Christmas holidays, uh, East, um, not Easter, sorry, summer. So it's extended to the summer break. And my boss like, well, yeah, this is plan act because I saw you, you traveled, you went to did, 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 and that. So I was like, I don't want this. I'm really not feeling well. You know, no matter how you work with people, I'm somebody I don't call in sick. I will struggle and go. If I were that type of person, that Monday I came, I would have said no, or that Tuesday. But I struggle. I went with headache. Imagine you're working with kids. They are running, shouting. You are still there. My colleague was like, you're not feeling well. Why did you come to work? I went to work on Tuesday. 
Wednesday, Thursday, and even yesterday, Friday. You know. So I was feeling that dizzy. I had asked God before I went to bed last night. I didn't go like shouting, praying. I just I was lying there on the couch. I said, Father, I know I received at the Holy Ghost encounter. Show me in my dream. Show me in my sleep what I receive. I'm not feeling anything. You know, at times these things are spiritual. You receive, you will not feel anything. You don't have to be feeling like power. There are times you will feel. There are times, you know, they will manifest like you feel it physically. Like, yes. And these are times it will just be there. When the right time comes, these things will start happening. You'll be like, ah, how come I can do this? I can do that. Because the thing is already in you. The power or anointing you receive is already in you. It's just waiting for the right time. So while I woke up this morning, I slept at about seven. My husband came to the living room. We talked a bit. And then he went back to bed. It's weekend now. So I just lay me there on the couch. I slept. People of God. <clears throat> I had a dream where in a Holy Ghost encounter, like where in a Holy Ghost encounter, everybody was in white. And I was standing close to one lady. She's white, a white woman, right? She was standing close to me. And before you know, Prophet Shama was prophesying and praying like he's moving inside the crowd. And then he came. He was walking towards our direction. He looked to my direction. He turned like he's going. So in the dream, I was like, Father, let him just lay his hands on my head. Let his headache disappear. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was like, Father, let him come. Let him just lay his hand. Let his headache disappear. But he went away. As he was turning to go, Apostle Docas. She's a woman of God. She's in our ministry. She's all the way in Australia. I met her also in the program for the very first time. She came and she put her hands, her both hands on my shoulders in this dream. I had some four hours, almost five hours ago. She put her shoulders, her both shoulders, her both arms, hands on my shoulders. And man, I thought I was going to fall because she's big, kind of, you know. So I could feel her weight on me. I thought we were going to fall. Before you know it, she burst into tongues. I also burst into tongues. I was speaking in tongues in my sleep to the extent that I woke up speaking in tongues on the couch in the living room where I was sleeping. <laughs> God is powerful. I woke up speaking in tongues on my couch. My daughter also woke up. She came and met me in the living room. She lay on the other side of the couch. So when I realized I was speaking in tongues, I asked her because she came when my husband was at about seven. It's already morning, so people are awake. So she came. When I realized I was speaking in tongues, I asked her when I woke up. After I said, Gavi, did you hear me speaking? She said, yes, a little bit. She heard. It's like not. I was, I was not thinking that maybe I spoke in tongues. I spoke it out. Then I start. I said, okay. I'm not feeling the headache that much. So I was like, okay, probably that's my my deliverance. I got in the dream. The headache is gone, you know. So I was like, something was like, let me write Prophetess Rejoice. I wrote Prophetess Rejoice. We are all sisters. All these names, they are all daughters of Princess Balemzi's ministries. We are all sisters in the ministry. We all met in the ministry, you know. And God anointed us. And so you're hearing me calling all these names. These are people I met in the ministry. Some of them met me. They started washing with me. Some of them started washing the same time, around the same time. Some of them came later, you know. 
So I wrote her. She's highly anointed, man. She just did a program in Ghana. She just came back from Ghana. So I wrote her. I was like, she's the one I also wrote. I told you about a dream that God came to my dream and told me to invest in Timito Quest's business. Yeah, she's the one who interpreted the dream. She has the gift of interpretation of dreams. So I wrote her. I said, good morning, prophetess. I explained the dream. I said, this is what happened. And she wrote me, she said, I'm hearing you receive powerful anointing. And she said, you have received powerful anointing. I said, amen. Then she wrote, said, anointing for your ministry. I said, praise the Lord. That's when it occurred to me. Oh, I asked, before I went to sleep, I asked God to reveal to me what I received at the Holy Ghost encounter. <laughs> I said, God should reveal to me what I received. Because I know I received. I had an encounter day one. I danced with the angels. Day two, woman of God just stretched her hand and I fell down. Day three was thanksgiving and we all still receive. You might be there, you might not have any of this encounter, like you might not feel anything, but trust and believe in God with faith that you receive. And you just need to ask God, like you want to know. He might answer, he might show you, he might not show you. Like when she came to Dunmore, I received things. The only thing that... I could really feel physically what the speak the gifts of speaking in tongues. That was where I received it. And I noticed when I came home, my eyes were bright. My house was so bright. The lights in my house everywhere was so shining. And my life started growing. I started growing and growing from 2019. I was there. Remember, I started watching 2017. I was growing bit by bit, but 2019, like it was rapid after that encounter. Because many things happened. I got delivered. I mean, I was falling under the anointing. I remember one time, they even came. My daughter wanted water. She was three. My son came to me. That mama, Gavi wants to drink water. I was going to get her water. A force just pushed me. Like God was doing cleansing, deliverance and everything. A force just pushed. I just went back like somebody was pushing me. I sat on my channel. The whole program, day one. So even where you are listening to me, whatever word I release here, when I release a prayer, receive it in faith and God will do it for you. Receive it in faith. You can even ask God, say, God, this prayer this woman is praying, is it of you? Is, or even taste, the Bible says, taste the spirit. Ask God if I'm of God, if you are doubting. God will show you. God will show you. That's my testimony. That go to God in prayers. Ask him. There is nothing he can do to you. I'm coming from a background where I didn't know all of these things. I'm a born Catholic. Born and baptized Catholic. I was raised in the Catholic church. If you know how the Catholic church you prayed. I don't get to know all. You, you know you don't get to get in contact with Reverend Father. And pray for me. I know you can go during confession. That's all I know. Like all this one on one laying hands or mama, pray for me, papa. You, I, all I knew was you go straight to God in prayer and we pray through Mary to Jesus. Right? So my own upbringing with the Christian uh, uh, um, religion was quite different with the born again and this, let me call it new generation way of doing things. It's not new. I'm just putting it that way. I know it's been here for, for ages, the born again religion or if it's religion i'll call it or 
you know, way of worshiping God and praying. I was brought in that way you pray quiet and calm, but now I can't even sit. At times I'll pray calmly, at times my spirit is not like stand up, like just be going up and down in the house. You are praying. I didn't know all of these things. Catholic, they had it some years back, then they started having it. It's called charismatic. And even in the Catholic Church, there are some people who are against it because it's new to them also, you know. I remember the first time I saw Apostle praying. Apostle Belimada was 2016. She sat on the on the floor in her closet. After praying in tongues, she was crying. I was like, huh? Is this how Holy Spirit does? You know, because it was new and strange to me. And she's the only one I really watch. And then when she introduced her cousin, Pastor Isaac, then I started watching him also from time to time. I'm seeing these things. When she started, there were very few people who were coming online to preach. Now you just go on your new feed and you're seeing people preachers here and there and all of this. You know, so all of these things were new to me. I'm learning all this from me, from her. So you always go, always go to God in prayers. If there's any doubt, if there's any, God talks to his children. He might not answer you immediately. It might take a while. I've shared with people so many times about an incident that I was asking God for a particular prayer request. I didn't ask anybody to pray for me. I went to my room and I asked him and he answered me immediately. I heard it clearly like somebody was standing behind me. He said, have I ever abandoned you? God is with you. All you need is what is faith. Read your Bible. Yes, you have preachers who come who are there to encourage you. Not everybody is a preacher, but learn to pray. Learn to preach. My own relationship with God brought me this far. In as much as I wash apostle, that I created a relationship between me and God, that I will go to God, I will talk to him. I did not say apostle, ask God, what's my life? What's happening with me? Or what, what, what this or that or that, like some people they do. No, it's your father also. I only write her when I need a prayer or something serious. But then as I went to God and asked, I said, why are you not answering this? And he gave me an answer. And it's not the first time. I'm just sharing what happened just some hours ago before I went to bed last night. As I was in this meeting, revealed to me what I received. And he assured me. So trust in God. Hold on to God. I have a message. The message for today is so in people's, so in people. Hashtag doing it for Jesus. I'll read from the book of Matthew, Matthew 25. 32 to 46. Let me go to the book of Matthew. Matthew 32 to 46. Isn't it? Yes. All the nations will be gathered in his presence. And he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom. Prepare for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, you fed me. I was thirsty. And you gave me a drink. 
I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Then the king would turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones. In the internal fire, prepare for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry and you did not feed me. I was thirsty and you did not give me a drink. I was, I was a stranger and you did not invite me into your home. I was naked and you did not give me a cloth and you did not give me clothing. I was sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And I will answer, I tell you the truth. When you refuse to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me. And they will go away into eternal punishment. But the righteous will go into eternal life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What is today's topic? So in people. Hashtag doing it for Jesus. It is clear. The message is so simple. There is a song we used to sing. Whatsoever you do to the least of my people that you do unto me. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brother, that you do unto me. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. Now enter into the home of my father. Whatsoever you do to the least of my sister, that you do unto me. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brother, that you do unto me. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. Now enter into the home of my father. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Matthew 25, 32-46. Read it and you will get it there. It is clear. He says, what you do to... You see, when you go out, right, and you see somebody hungry, or you see all these beggars on the way, and you give them money, or you offer them food, or somebody meets you, like the other day, we went to Donkey... Is it Donkey Donuts, they call it, in a nearby city. We went to Essen. I was going to the salon to do my hair. I was with my daughter. So the moment we approached, she said she wanted donkey donuts. A guy just came from the side. and was like, I should buy him one. I said, okay, let him take. He took it. I wanted to pay the guy at the counter. I said, no, I will pay. The guy who is selling, he said, I said, really? He said, yes. So those type of, that's what Jesus is saying, that when you feed them, you are feeding him. 
when you gave them water you are giving him that time you visited the prisoners i remember back home the cwa the Catholic women association right and i'm sure other churches they also have groups like this that they visit the prisons i'm speaking from uh, um these ones that i know i'm speaking of them the catholic women association they have days that they will go and visit the prisoners before they go they will make they will take food with them they will take beverages they will take even uh, um toiletries like toothpaste and soap they will contribute money or they go into their coffers and they take and then they buy at times free donation free we just give whatever you want they say okay we're going to visit them this time around we have to give them toiletries people come with toothpaste toothbrush bathing soap cream you know perfumes and things and they go there they pray with them and they share that's why he said when i was in the prison don't forget the prisoners i think there's a place like that in the bible that we should not forget those who are in the prison in as much as they are criminals there are some who are innocent so you not just condemn everybody who is in who is in the prison and some we need also need to visit them that visitation they might change them they might be criminal all of us we are coming from somewhere we're not just born and between all these god things no i was in the world i started preaching just some seven months ago <clears throat> and i became born again 2017 but i really gave up everything last year of august after god showed me a dream when i was in the waiting room waiting to be judged on the 4th of august that was a warning that was a wake-up call to me So you will not condemn those who are in the world now because you are saved. You will not say, no, I don't want to associate with them. That's what some people do. That's a big mistake. Even the Bible says, what good will you do if you, you do good only to the ones who are close to you, who are your friends? Like in, an, in another word, what good will you do if you keep preaching? So let's say I meet only my sisters who are, who are saved. And we share the Bible. It's a good thing we share the Bible to strengthen each other. But I need to preach it. Share the word to the world. So other people will be saved. There are people out there, thousands and thousands and thousands of people who've not heard about Jesus. But this message is that you listen and you share. They will get to know about Jesus and then they will be saved. There are some more in the prison who nobody ever preached to them. So whatever they were doing, they thought that's all they they know. They grew up in, in an abusive home. And that one led them to, to murder somebody. But if you go now and start telling them about Jesus, you tell them how he loves them and you lead them to Christ. They say the salvation prayer. They give their life to Christ. You have saved a soul. You have saved people. They also will come out someday, probably after a year or two. And also tell people how they were these. And somebody came to the prison, visited and preached and they are saved. That's why God, Jesus is saying, whatever you are doing, you are not doing it for them. You are doing it to him. I remember when God called me, he was clear and he told me, he said, love. Even before I became a woman of God, God has told me to love. He said, love people, 2018. And I've, have, I've had this encounter about three times when he has told me, three to four times. And in March of this year, he told me, he made it clearly. He said, love, not for your sake, but for my sake. Because he was telling me, love, love people. I didn't get it. And he said, no, I have to make it clear. Let her know. That she's loving people, not for her sake, but for my sake. That's why he told me, say, you don't need to know them, but love them. Because when he told me to love people, I was loving those around me, those I know. But he came again, he said, no. Love, not for your sake, but for my sake. And you don't need to know them. 
Meaning, I don't need to know you. I don't need to have a relationship with you. I just have to be nice. The people I meet on my way, in the train, at the train station, at the bus stop, in the supermarket. Just be kind. And people have been kind like this and they even entertain angels doing this. Yes. That's why I always hear, I say, go out, spread love, share love. You might be entertaining an angel. God might just send an angel that go and bless this, my daughter. She's always so nice. Or oh, this, my son. He always treats people nicely. God might be saying, go and visit this one. This one doesn't treat people nicely. If she treats you nicely, you bless them. And on that day, you are so nice. And the angel will be like, let me pray for you. Or he say, you are blessed. Or he say, receive. Or he say something. Or you'll be like, what? How can this beggar say this? He was not a beggar. He's an angel that God sent to come and bless you. <clears throat> so we have to be nice to people. We have to be nice. Not just because we are thinking of the reward, but because it's just the right thing to do. And we are not doing it for us. We are doing it for Jesus. That's why I say hashtag doing it for Jesus. Praise the Lord. So I pray that you go and read this Matthew 25, 32 to 46. Let God give you download. Let him give you deeper understanding. The Bible is there. Each time you read the Bible, there's an, there's an understanding. You might, it's not like I've not read it before. Remember, we did Bible reading. We had six months. God gave us all an assignment to complete the Bible within six months. I read the book of Matthew. That's the first book in the, in the, in the, in the New Testament. But it did not, it did not cling like right now. It didn't hit the bell. When I got this message, how did I get this message? I got this message about three days ago. I was just singing this song. Whatsoever you do, I was like, oh my God, there's a puzzle in the Bible that says this. And I went to Matthew and I stumbled on it. I was like, that is it. Then I read it and I read it. And I was like, oh, I got it. That's why God said, love not for your sake, but for my sake. Those people in the prison, you don't know them. <clears throat> that person standing in front of the supermarket that you want to go out and you give one euro, one dollar. You don't know this person and you don't even need to know them. Because the Bible states clearly. Now, what good will it be? Because even the wicked, they do good to their own fellow wicked people. But you do good. It will record in heaven that you have done good. If you do good to a total stranger, if you have that one, you don't even know. That one, you have no relation with them. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a cold. Because most often we are doing good to people we know because we know, oh, they will do it to us someday. Do it to the ones you don't even know that you don't expect anything in return. Praise the Lord. The one you don't even know. God will reward you. Because he's the reward of all. He's a faithful and just God. He will reward you. God will reward you. So if you are sowing in people's life, you are sowing in Jesus' life. You are sowing in Jesus. The goods you do, you are doing it for him. You are doing it to Jesus, not to any man. It is here clearly. He said, you are not doing it for them, but to me. Let me go back to the scripture. I'm using my, my phone at the same time. Let me look at that particular verse that he said, you are doing it to me. Let 
And say, on the last day, he will say, you, you inherit the kingdom. And you, you depart from me. I know you not. This is it. Verse 14. And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. I repeat again, and the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of these, my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. You were doing it to me. That's what Jesus is saying. When you are kind to people, you are not doing it. Because God, Jesus will not come here and help these people. He's a spirit. So he will come, he will pass his, he will enter somebody. Right, and he will tell them, So this help this person. You are doing it for him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So on this note, I will leave. If I have a message, you are seeing me right back. I'm coming down. I'm coming on again. Probably in the evening or during the day. I'm not going out. I'm indoors. Just being my father's presence. I'm doing my seven days fast. Today's day three. So I know he will do it for me. Is definitely going to give me another message and I'm coming on right back. Do have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Go out, spread love, share love. Remember to sow in people's life. You are doing it to Jesus. Do have a blessed day. I love you all with the love of God. Until we meet again, remain in God's presence. Bye-bye.